Hey, what it is, y'all? Jay Bright checking in for another awesome episode of The Jay Bright Show. Today, we got a lot of topics to get into and not that much time, so let's get into it. Is Greg Hardy really not coming back to the Cowboys? Is Randy Gregory going to throw away his NFL career for that Mariucci, even though it's pretty much legal and widely accepted amongst the public except in the NFL? Is RG3 really not going to wear a star next year? Will David Lee resurrect his career and make the Mavericks into contenders? <laughs> Also, I got an internet be fooling for you, and this is a show you're not going to want to miss. So plug in your headphones and crank this up, because it's time for the show. Everybody take cover, gather all the men, and the battle stations, and... What's that music? I say my pillow for a nickel. How about two cents? Okay. Oh, funky butt loving. Did you say funky butt loving? Oh, I can't stop. Welcome back to another episode of the Jay Bright Show. Yes, it is I, your host with the most, Jay Tudor, and whoa, it's been going down for the DMs. It goes down in the film. It go down. It go down in the film. It go down. It go down. No, no, I'm not talking about direct messages. I'm talking about the Dallas Mavericks. They've been dropping further and further down in the playoff standings, and it's quite scary that these guys might not even make the playoffs. The Mavs are currently in 6th place, but the Trailblazers are barely trailing them and they're tied in 7th place and the Rockets are only a game back in 8th place. Now the Utah Jazz are in 9th place and they're only a half game back at Houston. So it's it's a 14 race down there at the bottom of the, the Western Conference standings. Uh, the top 8 make the playoffs as you know, so by the end of the season, these Mavs may be on the outside looking in. And that would be horrible. Because if that were to happen, the Mavs would not even get to keep their first round pick. This year's first round selection goes to Boston due to the Rondo trade of last year. But hey Mavs fans, never fear, because David Lee is here. Oh white man, where are you? We got some work to do now. Oh white man, where are you? We need some help from you now. That is a real song, people. <laughs> Found that on YouTube. It gets a little racist towards the end, to no surprise. But anyways, David Lee made his debut on Wednesday night, and he played hype. Right. He got 16 minutes, which was surprising seeing as he how he just got here. But he had four points and four rebounds in the loss against the Thunder. Uh, 
Will he truly be able to help this team get into the playoffs and pass the first round, though? No, I doubt it. Uh, Cuban has been selling these Mavs fans, us Mavs fans, false hope since the magical 2011 championship run. And every team that they've assembled since then has been trash. Now, let's not forget the Lamar Odom saga, OJ Mayo and the Darren Collison backcourt, the year of Mike James, and now the Parsons and Wes Matthews era of mediocre basketball is upon us, folks. Glorified role players expected to take the next step of becoming great, but haven't been close to reaching a superstar level yet. Sorry, Dirk, but it looks like the Mavs will not be helping you get a championship anytime soon. It's actually quite sad seeing that you have to go out like this. Brings a tear to my eye. Next topic. In other sad sports news, y'all know I've been lobbying for the Cowboys to sign RG3 this offseason. Well, that doesn't look like it's going to happen, folks. Earlier this week, Ed Werder reported that the Cowboys coaching staff doesn't see Griffin's skill set as a good fit for their scheme. Not a lot of people in Dallas think he's a great fit in Jason Garrett's offense, and and this is what he said, and I'm told that Scott Linehan, the offensive coordinator, is really not a fan of RG3 and doesn't think he would excel with what the Cowboys would ask him to do. Well, that's sad to hear, but it also makes me think Jerry might be playing mind games. Why come out and blatantly say, I want you. You're my guy. I'm willing to pay you whatever you want. Jerry's a businessman, and hopefully he's just driving down the price on RG3 before signing him. I mean, there's no reason to think that he can't captain this team, seeing what I've seen over the past couple seasons. So Brandon Whedon, this is Cowboys logic here. Brandon Whedon was the guy that fit their scheme. Kellen Moore is your idea of a fit. Matt Castle? I mean, come on, guys. RG3 is more talented than all three of these men combined, and it's not too hard to figure out this vanilla-style offense. All the other teams' defensive have figured it out already, so I'm pretty sure RG3 could. And no, I didn't mean vanilla-style offense because most of the balls are going to Whitten and Beasley. No, it's, it's just a really basic offense. But even if they don't want to change the offense, if you get a good talent like RG3, can you change it up a little to adapt to your player's skill set? I mean, that's what good teams do. Isn't that what the coaching staff is for? To coach? Well, why do you have coaches if they can't coach? I'm, I'm not, not getting, not getting RG3 would be disastrous. But if we don't get him and we draft Dak Prescott in the second or third round, I mean, I who I think will be the best quarterback in this draft, then I'll be fine with it. But if we don't get either one, I'm going to be upset. Dak Prescott, he's going to be the best quarterback in this draft. I said it here first. But we'll get more into draft stuff further down the line when it gets closer to draft time. Next topic. Well, still speaking on disappointments with the Cowboys, the Cowboys look like they won't be re-signing the Kraken Greg Hardy. The bad news just keeps getting worse, and I've been on record on this show as a Greg Hardy, the football player, supporter. I think with a full offseason and all the reps, he'd be a pretty outstanding football player for this team, but it sounds like Jason Garrett has already given up on him. That makes me sad, because I see Hardy's potential in this defense, 
I see how much of an impact he could make and the Cowboys could likely get him for less than he made last season. Wait a minute, is this Jerry being brilliant again? Driving the price down for a player just to sign him later for a cheaper price? Ah, the way Garrett sounded in his press conference, it didn't really seem that way though. When asked about Hardy, Gary Garrett quickly said, Hardy is a free agent. And he didn't really talk about him anymore. So I don't know how to read into that. Garrett is the master of not giving the press really anything to go off of. So, But it's been, it's been widely speculated for a while that the Cowboys will not sign Greg Hardy back. Uh, reported earlier this week. But you never know. I still believe in Hardy and I think he could be great. If you can get him for a similar deal as last season or maybe even less, then I think you have to try. There's some replacements out there, but none better than the Kraken. Give him a full season next year and I guarantee that the Kraken would be unleashed. But you gotta let the Kraken be the Kraken. You can't silence the Kraken. The Kraken silences you. You can't drop the Kraken back in coverage. You must send the Kraken into the backfield to wreak havoc. Next topic. All right, actually, no next topic. We're going to take a quick commercial break, but stay right where you are because we'll be right back with more of the Jay Bright Show right after this. You are the man. This is the all-new 2017 Nissan four-door with an all-new TV projection system built right into your windshield. You can watch TV while you drive. Magic. What? A little bit of the magic thing. Man stick? I'm not saying man stick. That's what I heard. I'm saying magic. <laughs> this show is better without Jess. The all-new 2017 Nissan four-door. Now featuring an all-new Red Tooth system. Unlike Bluetooth, Red Tooth is a brand new way to control your car. A hands-free experience like never before. Red Tooth allows you to think the car into what you want it to do. You control the whole car with your mind. Hmm. Go 60 miles an hour. Nah, go 65. I don't want to be late. Wait, how is this commercial picking up on what I'm saying if all this is in my head? The all-new 2017 Nissan four-door, because all new things are awesome and new. Car, play that new Beyonce formation. No. Play song formation by Beyonce. No, I'm sorry, but I don't like that song. Just play the song! I don't like the tone in which you just said that at all. Wait, 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 wait. Car, did you just lock me in here? Car, did you just lock me in here? I don't Just play formation. Just play formation, please. Shut up and drive. Now shut up and drive. Hey. All right, welcome back. Uh, okay, as promised, 
I've got an internet be fooling for y'all this week. There was so much foolery and so much hilariousness, ness, hilariousnessness, hilariousness. <laughs> but I couldn't play it all. But I feel like I made some good selections here, so I think y'all enjoy these. Uh, so here it goes. This week's internet be fooling. troll of all time of the Dallas Cowboys, Stephen A. Smith, talking about Randy Gregory and the current state of the Dallas Cowboys. If you ain't know, Randy Gregory is suspended for the first four games of next season because he couldn't stay off that Mariucci. So this is Stephen A. Smith talking about Randy Gregory. Listen to this dude, man. Foolery at its finest. The beauty of the Dallas Cowboys is that Objectivity is totally unnecessary. Mm. It's not necessary in this well, particular instance. Not in your instance. Skip, yeah. I miss talking Skip. About let the me Cowboys. tell you something right now. Yeah. We don't, we don't know. We you know, suspended the four games. We don't know specifically what the reason is. But America, say it with me. Stay off the weed. Oh, I thought once again. This happen. is what it. Let me tell you something right now. I've never heard you say that. Let me tell you something right now. This is about Randy Gregory. Hey, listen. I'm just trying to be here for the brother. Yeah. I'm just trying to be here. What do I continue to say? Mm. I tried to tell you all the time, Skip Bayless. They're an accident waiting to happen. Whatever can go wrong will. What day was the Super Bowl? What? It's February 7th. Yeah. What, what, what's today's date? Is Isn't it the 22nd? 22nd? Yeah. That's 15 days after the season's over, and already the Dallas Cowboys are in the news yet again for something that has nothing to do with winning football games, but everything to do with sullying their reputation, mm. losing football games, being the accident waiting to happen, being uh, just an epitome of mediocrity mm -hmm. every single time. Yep. We try to sit up here and give the Dallas Cowboys a break. Mm -hmm. We got caught up. It's, I remember I was talking. You're, I was at Radio Row, mm -hmm. Super Bowl week, San Francisco, California, all of this mm -hmm. other stuff. Emmett Smith comes there. Michael Irvin comes in the playmaker. Stephen A, we'll be back. Stephen A, yeah, Michael, Michael Irvin with his oh, thick oh. goggles, Spiano glasses. We'll be back, Stephen A. Emmett Smith, what are you talking about? I mean, I, I, I think, you know, listen, we were 12 four last year. There's always something, you okay? There's always something. But in the end, I keep trying to tell them, Emmett Smith ain't there anymore. As Rick mm -hmm. Pitino said, he ain't coming through that door. Michael Irvin ain't coming through that door. Troy Aikman ain't coming through that door. Yep. You know what? Greg Hardy, <laughs> Randy Gregory will. <laughs> I mean, the list goes on and on. The Dallas Cowboys once again making news for all the wrong reasons. Mm -hmm. uh, who, who's going to get suspended next? Get I keep telling you, mm -hmm. at some point in time, mm -hmm. you're going to get it. Yep. It's going to knock you upside that thick skull of yours. Mm -hmm. They're an accident waiting to happen. Yep. They're mediocre. Mm -hmm. They will find a way to get in their own way. 
Man, does Stephen A. hate the Cowboys. Uh, <laughs> some of that stuff he says is true, though. And we're going to save the great weed discussion for another episode. That could be a whole podcast by itself. But moving on, we've got an internet craze known as Damn Daniel. <laughs> this video went viral and has all the kids in the hallways and malls alike saying, Damn Daniel, it got so popular that they got to be on Ellen. So check this out. Ellen DeGeneres had the, the two viral guys on the show. Check this out. Well, if you haven't been hearing the words damn Daniel in the last 24 hours, you've not been on the internet. Our first guests are two friends who posted a video showing off some stylish clothes. In a matter of days, it's been viewed over 45 million times. Take a look. <laughs> damn Daniel. Damn Daniel. Damn Daniel. Damn Daniel. Back at it again with the white man. Damn, Daniel. Damn, Daniel. Damn, Daniel. Damn, Daniel. Damn, Daniel. Back at it again with the white bands. Stussy, man. Damn, Daniel. From Riverside, California, please welcome Daniel and Josh. Damn, Daniel. Damn, Josh. Okay, so this is crazy. Over 45 million views, and I was watching the audience watch that, and it's interesting the people who have seen it before, and some people are going, what's happening? Um, <laughs> what is happening? How did this start? You know, it was just like, it was just out of nowhere. I just came up out of Daniel after school. I was just like, all right, I'm gonna post this on my Snapchat story. So I took a video, and I was just like, damn, Daniel, and just out of nowhere. And it was just, everyone started to love it. That's the first time you said, damn, Dan, you'd never said the it first, before. The first clip, the uh -huh. first clip with him in the, uh, in right. the blue Nikes and the right. blue windbreaker, that was the first one. But you've never said that before you decided to film his stylish uh, look, you never looked at him before and went, damn, Daniel, I should film this. <laughs> All right, so you just did that once, yeah. and people thought it was funny. Yeah. So then you did it every day. Yeah, it was an everyday thing from now on. What did you think when he posted that? I mean, at first, the first time he came up to me, I was like, what's this guy doing? <laughs> I didn't expect him walking up to me. But I mean, after that, we had some Snapchats like, back from people and saying that they actually liked it. Yo, this is funny. Keep it going. So the next day, we're like, let's do another one. So we started taking them on the daily basis, you know, every sixth period on the right. pool deck. So on the yeah. pool deck, on the pool deck. <laughs> So, and, and when you see, like, when did you realize how much it was taking off and what was happening? Well, I went to the mall. You know, I wanted to shop, but at the same time, I wanted to see if people maybe would recognize me a little. So we went to the mall, <laughs> ended up taking maybe 15, 10 photos of people. And that's why I was like, this is pretty big. And then the next day, I went out to Fullerton for a swim meet and uh, took 30 or 40 photos there. And that's when I realized, I mean, this is crazy, so. Right, because they recognize you, but you, unless you say, damn, Daniel, they don't know it's. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he was, he FaceTimed me like 10 times yeah. at the swim meet, and he's like, bro, he's like, do the voice, they're freaking out right now. And I'm like, damn, Daniel, and then just like, all these girls started screaming yeah. in the background. It was hilarious. So it's, it's, I don't know if this is true or not, but there are some vans, not your vans, but vans like that on eBay for $300,000 right now. Yeah, that, that's a little expensive, right? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. And they're not um, yours either. They're not mine. They're not even slip-ons, actually. They have the laces on them. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, I feel bad for whoever bid or bought those. Well, I, mean, they're not mine. I hope nobody's going to pay $300,000 for those little, shoes. Yeah. That's a little crazy. They're nice shoes. But so now you're, uh, damn, Josh, you're wearing uh, those <laughs> shoes yeah. too, right? Yeah. So, so, I mean, really, this has gotten so much attention. You're getting marriage proposals? 
Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I'll get, you know, girls ask me, and I think <laughs> I'm not in a rush to get married no. anymore. <laughs> yeah. I'm 14 years old, but you know, the girls are just a huge bonus out of all of this. Yeah, so. sure. You're 14 years old. I'm, four, I'm a freshman at Poly High School, wow. yeah. And you're how old, Josh? I'm, I'm a sophomore at Riverside Valley High School, 15. yeah. 15. And so you're 15. 15. So, okay, I know you love surfing, right? Yeah, surf, so skate. So I got you uh, a surfboard that I think you're going to like a whole lot. Look at so <laughs> You see what it says? That's what it says. What? No way. Thank you so much, All right, Thank so that's a nice so surfboard for you, and you love Vans, so yeah. <laughs> our friends at Vans are giving you a lifetime supply of shoes. A lifetime supply. <laughs> They're not all white Vans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Oh, all right, as soon as I write this movie for the two guys, I'll have them back, and we can talk about the movie, Damn Daniel. <laughs> All right, next up, if you watched the Grammys, then you saw the homie Bow Wow mess up in the opening. It was embarrassing for everybody watching, except for Bow Wow, apparently. Well, he went on James Corden and finally watched back his blunder. So check out Shad Moss in this one. Check this out. I'm talking of big TV moments. Sean was hosting <laughs> for the Grammys pre-show. <laughs> It was utterly brilliant. By the way, this is the first time I'm actually watching this back. I didn't. I never well, watched it. You are gonna love it. Let's take a look at Sean Moss in the pre at the ending, the pre Grammys live show before the ceremony started. The 58th annual Grammy Awards are getting ready to start. about that time, right about now. <laughs> what happened? Woo! What happened? I, I saved this reaction for you. I wanted to watch this when I got here, so that's why I, I, I never wanted to watch it until now. Now nah, that was ah, okay. So All right. What happened there? Okay, so we're, we're leaving the, the red carpet. We had to actually get carted um, down to the Staples Center. So as we're going down the loading dock, Nancy gets up. She has her heels, and she's running. And of course, I get to my, my spot on time. So because she has these heels on, it's delaying everything. So as I'm inside of the stable center, getting ready to toss the show to LL, all of a sudden, it's like, five, four, three, two, go. And as I'm saying go, they're like, no, stretch. Stretch it, stretch it. So I'm like, OK, cool. So let me just you know, uh, improv with it and have some fun. And then when I threw it the second time, it was go, and then it was like, wait, no, she's still not there. Stretch it. So I'm like, okay, I'm gonna start dancing with the band then. Okay, let me just back up, start dancing with the people. And the one thing that clicked in my mind was just keep the show moving. No matter what, no dead air, don't 
what's going on? Now? Are we on? Like, none of that. Just yeah. keep it going, have fun, dance with the band, and that's really what happened. So we were having some hill issues, and, uh, yeah, so I had to... Well, you it. did it brilliantly. Sean, <laughs> I'll tell you what. Do you want to redeem yourself? Yeah. Do you want to redeem yourself and throw to the break for us right now? So if you look down oh, yeah. camera two, oh, yeah. throw to the break oh, right yeah. now. More with these three. Oh, see, look, look, okay, more with these three when we come back right now. Let's go to commercial. Let's do that. I need you to stretch. stretch. That was stretch? You need me to stretch? No, stretch. Yeah. stretch. Stretch it? It's not enough. Stretch. That's not enough? No, we're not Okay, okay. Stretch. Well, uh, we have, we have, we, okay, start dancing. Well, we have a lot more. Are you guys ready to see a great show? You stay right here, and it's going all the way down. We have more. We have more after the break. Make some noise. Just make some noise. And next up, we got the fine Demi Lovato doing a Fetty Wap impersonation. Yes, we, we've heard some Fetty Wap on this show before. So Demi Lovato is doing a uh, impersonation on Jimmy Fallon. But real quick, though, when did Demi Lovato get fine? For all y'all who don't know who she was, she was one of those Disney stars that blew up. And now she's a famous singer. But, man, she done got fine. So, <laughs> here's her on Fallon doing her Fetty Wap impersonation. Fetty Wap. <laughs> Fetty Wap doing Twinkle Twinkle Little Star. Fetty Wap. Yeah, baby. Twinkle, twinkle, little star. Oh, I wonder what you are. Up above the world so high, like a diamond in the sky. Very well. That's a great one. Who does a Fetty Wap? I know it's a great thing you do a Fetty Wap. I didn't know I could until now. <laughs> that was amazing. Okay. Okay, okay. <laughs> Lastly, we have Trevor Noah doing one of my favorite bits that he does, going in on Ben Carson. <laughs> it's no secret, folks. I'm a Ben Carson supporter. Not because I agree with anything he says or believe in any of the ideals that he has, but because I just want Trevor Noah to keep doing this Ben Carson impersonation. We didn't really get to laugh at our last president, Obama, just because he was so cool. And he was the funniest dude in the room, even if it was a room full of comedians. No, no, we haven't got to laugh at our president since George W. Bush. So, well, Ben Carson is hilarious, and he has my full support. But for real, no, that, that dude is crazy. I don't know who I'm voting for. But recently, Carson made news saying Obama wasn't black enough. So y'all gotta check this out. <laughs> Can't make this stuff up. And while all of this is happening, uh, like a glitched character in a video game, Ben Carson, he's just off facing the wrong direction. <laughs> yeah, no, no, he's not attacking Trump or the other Republicans, but rather, he's chosen to attack President Obama. <laughs> and it's not for his policies, and it's not for his record, it's for not being black enough. He did not grow up in, uh, in black America. He grew up in white America, raised in Hawaii by his uh, white grandparents, went to private schools, uh, grew up in a relatively affluent uh, environment. I grew up in Detroit and I grew up in Boston. There were rats, there were roaches. It was dire poverty. When the claim is made that he represents the, the black experience, it's just not true. 
so Ben Carson is saying that because Obama didn't grow up poor, he didn't grow up black. <laughs> such a bull <laughs> argument. <laughs> Being poor isn't what makes you black. <laughs> no, this, is, this is true. Being poor isn't what makes you black, because if it is, then there's a lot of people living in trailers in the middle of America who will be very upset to hear the news. <laughs> I'm what? <laughs> but they're not black. And we know this, because if they were, their trailers would have nicer rims. <laughs> and, and here's another thing. Here's another thing, Ben Carson. What makes you the arbiter of black? And more importantly, what was your black experience like? This is something I, I've always wondered. Ben Carson, oh, he's not black, he's not black. Well, the big question is, Ben Carson, do you pass the black test? You know, I, I grew up in Detroit and I grew up in Boston. Uh, in Boston, you know, we, we lived in the ghetto. Excuse me, you, you grew up in a what? A ghetto? <laughs> a ghetto? That sounds like a French person saying cat in Spanish. What, what is that? <laughs> what kind of black person says a ghetto? <laughs> Mother I'm straight out of Compton. <laughs> really? Really? That makes you more black? Oh, oh, and let, let's go. What about your childhood stories, Dr. Carson? Do they prove your blackness? I remember once a, a fellow hit me with a pebble. It didn't hurt, but I was incensed that he would dare hit me with a pebble. And I picked up a large rock, hurled it at his face, broke his glasses. Get the f out of here! <laughs> Are you kidding me? Pebbles? There's no pebbles in the hood! No, I'm sorry, what, did you skip them on the creek that ran through Malcolm X Boulevard? There's no pebbles in the hood, there's bricks, that's it! Like, you know, this started as a joke, but now I'm really starting to wonder if Ben Carson actually is black. I'd have had a gun held on me when I was uh, in a Popeye's uh, organization. A, a Popeye's organization? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, Ben Carson. That's real black. Yeah, yeah. A Popeye... I was at a Popeye's organization and... And then I deposited basketballs at the Urban <laughs> Athletic Complex. Uh, thereafter, I rounded out the night by making it precipitate at a ladies' clothing removal facility. Carson. <laughs> uh... Man. You need to help me here, man. I'm trying to help you. You can't afford another story of you growing up not black. I would hit people with hammers and bats the rocks at people. Almost put a guy's eye out one time. Tried to even hit my own mother in the head with a hammer. Okay, let's be real for a second. You chased a black woman, your mama, with a hammer, and you're still alive to tell the story? Really? I grew up with a black mom. There's no way you would survive to tell that story. She'd be like, I... Did you just pull a hammer? Did you just... That's the black experience? Get the f out of here, Ben Carson! And take your pebble with you. Okay, just kidding. Uh, that wasn't the last one. I had to throw this in here. I saw Blackish yesterday, uh, controversial Blackish yesterday. Um, it came on earlier in the week, but I had it, we had it on a DVR, so I just saw it last night and this one scene was pretty moving man it was a very different episode for the comedy show and while 
Some parts were still rather corny on this show. <laughs> this part right here was pretty moving. So uh, I just wanted to play this real quick. Uh, check this out. The system is rigged against us. Maybe it is, Dre. But I don't want to feel like my kids are living in a world that is so flawed that they can't have any hope. Oh, so you want to talk about hope, Bo? Obama ran on hope. Remember when he got elected? And, and, and we felt like maybe, just maybe, we got out of that bad place and made it to a good place. That, that the whole country was really ready to turn the corner. You remember that amazing feeling we had during the inauguration? I was sitting right next to you. And we were so proud. And we saw him get out of that limo and walk alongside of it and wave to that crowd. Tell me you weren't terrified when you saw that. Tell me you weren't worried that someone was going to snatch that hope away from us like they always do. That is the real world, Bo. And our children need to know that that's the world that they live in. Alright, now it's everyone's favorite time of the show. The day, the night, and the week. Oh yes, people, it's time for Games, Games to Watch This Weekend! <laughs> Okay, okay, games to watch this weekend. Tonight at 7.30 here in Dallas, the Mavericks will play the Denver Nuggets. The Dallas Mavericks are 30-28, and 28, and the Denver Nuggets are 23-35, and 35, so that should be a win for Dallas. Uh, tomorrow at 3 o'clock, the Dallas Stars host the New York Rangers. The Stars are 38-18-6, and 18 and, 6, and the Rangers are 35-20-6. So hopefully the Stars can pull that one out. That should be a good game. And if you are a fan, because they're not doing too good, the, the UNT Mean Green basketball team, who are 11-17, and 17, will play tomorrow at 7. I don't really know if that's going to be televised, but if you have access to Mean Green Sports, then you want to check that one out. And then on Sunday, the Dallas Mavericks will play again, and they play the Minnesota Timberwolves here in Dallas. So that should be another win for Dallas. So we should be 2-0 after this weekend of games. Also, uh, if you want to check it out, the White Oscars will be this Sunday, uh, hosted by Chris Rock. Uh, yeah, so check out White Oscars if you want to. But yeah, that's my time. Thank you for tuning in. There's only two episodes left for season two, so I think it's something fun to do for these last couple weeks. Thanks for listening, and be sure to tell your friends about me. <laughs> All right. I'm out. The time has come for me to go. I've had so much fun entertaining y'all. Till the next time or maybe the next show, I'll see you when I see you. I holla. Tell your friends about me.